Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. <laughs> this old house, not quite. Lux Listings is a new Amazon series that's real estate porn. We get to look at some of Sydney's most extraordinary and expensive homes. We get a glimpse into what it's like to sell Australia's most expensive houses. We follow the country's top three real estate identities. One of those is Gavin Rubenstein, who joins us now. Gavin, hello. Guys, good morning. How are you doing? Great to have you on the show. It's such a great show. It's, it's, It's amazing, Gavin. But can I ask you, did you have to think twice about being featured because when it all there's a lot of money involved here and I imagine at that level there'd be a lot of privacy issues yeah 100% but um, no second guessing on my end you know I um, just preparing for an opportunity like this my entire professional career you know if you kind of wind the clock back to how I marketed myself it was somewhat different to the Australian norm for the real estate industry and so you know always had confidence and belief in my body of work and my practice that over time you know, the right opportunity would, would come up. And you talk about right opportunity. There's, there's no better person than Amazon Prime. Um, and here we are. And, look, you're always going to find some, some clients, you know, want to keep things confidential. But um, what I've found, particularly going through this process, is there's a lot, even more than I thought, you know, that want to get involved and, and be part of the fun. And, you know, that's, that's exactly what it is. So it's been great. So if you sell a house for $50 million, how much do you get out of that? It's always a question I get asked. Um, look, fees range kind of either side of of two percent. So we uh, can't do the maths if, on if that. If only Gavin. I could do the maths on two percent of fifty million dollars, but it's a lot of money, isn't it? Two percent of fifty million is one percent five. It's about a million, I think. Wow, that's pretty good. With these with these big massive houses, what are some of the surprising things you found in there? Are they sort of sex dungeons or um, bank vaults? <laughs> What's some of the more unusual things you see in these houses? Never come across a sex dungeon. Mm. Um, you know, the interesting part about it is definitely the personalities. I mean, the, the property porn and the properties are fantastic. Um, but, but the personalities of some of the owners of these properties is what is probably most inspiring and, and kind of motivating, right, to actually delve into people who have built really phenomenal businesses and, and kind of understand how they've done it. Obviously not completely, but success leaves clues. And to me, part of, of the journey for being a real estate agent and dealing with this caliber of people is getting better every single day. You know, it's, it's just a great experience. And, and buying a house, it's, and I'm sort of one of those people that almost like impulse buys a house. I get a, a house and then I, I sell it and then I buy another house. But usually what happens is like the, the house that I'm in at the moment, I didn't even, wasn't even looking for a house. It took 90 seconds to make that decision to buy the house. And then people say that to me and, I, and I, it's worked for me about three or four times in my life. But then I'm thinking, I got to stop doing that. That's, that's crazy because no building inspection, no pest inspection. I didn't even know if there was like wow. a, a burial ground underneath. Is that something that a lot of buyers do or is that just me? Well, first off, I mean, if you're buying and selling regularly, I hope next time you sell, you give me a call because, you know, I would love to work with you. Um, second point, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You've done it four times. It's worked well. You clearly have a particular personality that goes on, you know, impulse and good intention and um, seems to be working for you. So it's, it's a personality thing. Everyone's different. Some people will want to do due diligence. Um, you'll find 
there's even a personality type that will cause, you know, paralysis from so much analysis that they talk themselves out of a deal, mm. you know, and miss out on a good opportunity. So it, it just depends on the person. I would say if it works for you and it, and it ain't broke, don't fix it. Can I ask you this, Gavin? You were alluding before as to how fascinating it is to see these people who own these massive houses. How do people in Sydney make that much money? What are they doing to have $50 million houses? You know, a lot of it has come from enjoying the rise of the tide of the property market. You know, so for example, their house is worth X when they bought it 20, 30 years ago. And now since the market has increased, it's worth a hell of a lot more. And essentially they can leverage off of that tax-free gain because you don't, you know, pay tax on your principal place of residence. Um, You know, there's, there's a broad range of what people do, but that's probably... You know the the main the main segment I, I see to be really really powerful in the market. And, and and with that property market, is it Sydney? Is it too inflated? That that Harry Dent guy has been saying for years that Sydney's uh, way too inflated, and there's going to be a bit where our houses are going to be worth fifty percent less. There's a crash coming. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be that person, um, but there'll be a few of those people, right? And like you say, he's been saying it for years. Ultimately, if history shows us anything it's the property market particularly in the eastern suburbs has gone one way and whilst it's had kind of peaks and troughs ultimately that is up um i'm not an economist you know but i am at the coal face and i can tell you that i don't like to complicate things being i am a real estate agent i like to keep them really simple and if we just bring it back to the supply and demand equation supply they're, they're, they're not making any more land in the eastern suburbs you know there's there's no more available it's all kind of extremely densely populated um and demand, you know, Sydney more and more and more is becoming a desirable spot to live, especially after, you know, Lux Listings has showcased the lifestyle here in the way that it has. I think um, it's put it's put Sydney on the map in a way like L.A. or Malibu or even kind of New York. You know, you don't see Sydney shot like this. And even if you live there and you see it, it, it makes you realise, you know, what a phenomenal place we, we live in. And you so look at places... Going the opposite. Yeah. And you look at places like, like Wattlegrove. My brother had a place in Wattlegrove, and I think at the time he paid four hundred and eighty thousand for it, and then he sold it just recently. It was like about nine hundred thousand. You know, it was that's yeah. Yeah. that's. And I, I just go, that's how's anyone going to get it? How does anyone? I don't know how I got into the market mm. all those years. Like my first house, we bought up in Brisbane because that's all we could afford. So I guess that's the thing to do if you're a young person. You've got to buy in another market, then try and get yourself back into the Sydney market. Yeah, you've just got to go tunnel vision on it. I always say the the first purchase is always the hardest. And then, you know, once you get over that hurdle, you find the second and the third and the fourth even becomes easier. Because again, you know, provided the market continues, you know, you re- revalue the whatever property you've bought and you can use that equity to leverage onto the next. It becomes a smoother process, right? Versus that first one, you've got to save, beg, borrow, steal around, you know, your 20%, 25% deposit, including stamp duty. But I'm seeing crazy things in the market. You know, people buying um, houses a year and a half ago and making, you know, $2 million tax-free after moving in for 12 months just purely because of a supply issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, COVID restrictions, people are keeping it in-house, they can't travel. Um, all of these factors are contributing to, to what is, you know, a big boom. Obviously, money being cheap too helps. Well, there you go. Next minute, fifty Next million. Minute. Well, and if you're looking for a sex dungeon, just uh, when Amanda's place comes yes, up I'm for sale. Yes, I'm looking to put on an extension. It's a, it's, it's a rumpus room, okay, yeah. Gavin. <laughs> we can we can custom build it in. No problem. <laughs> uh, Lux listing Sydney is available to stream now, uh, stream now on Amazon Prime Video. Gavin Rubenstone, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time, guys. Thanks, Gavin. Jonesy and Amanda's damnation.